This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. To Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. <laughs> I'm so bad with names. Yeah. I don't oh, so, oh, so am I. I have to, you know how I just moved. Yeah, and and yeah. so this is one of those things I have to really work at it. You know when you're trying to remember a phone number or something? Yes. You know. Uh, 574-8633. 574-8633. By the way, that was my childhood number. Don't call it. Okay. Anyway. Um, so... You meet the new neighbors, and there's like 10 of them. Dude, trust there's me. two, three houses yes. in every direction, and everyone comes over, and they all are just as sweet as pie. These pidget the With oh, pie. My name is yes. Delilah, and I live next door. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, you're, you're out of a movie. But, like, they walk away, and the, I'm like, please, what's their name again? <laughs> so I'm like... In my notes file on my phone, and I'm just keeping track. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, Jeff lives two doors down. That's Ben across the street. Like, I, because I'm terrible. I drew a map at home. You did? Because we're on a cul-de-sac, so there are 12 houses total. <laughs> and when we moved in, you know, you're the new young couple with the, well, not that young, yeah, with a baby. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's like, here, have some banana bread. These are eggs from our hens. Like, seriously. Someone has hens? Multiple people have That's hens. That's amazing. Do you You'll, get free eggs? Occasionally, you will get a half a dozen. That's very exciting. Fresh and still warm. And it's like, so wow. Fresh and so warm. These came from uh, Jim? Jim and Peggy? Hell, I don't know. <laughs> but I had to write it Cheers. down. It's funny yeah. you say what you said. And Who are you? Back to content momentarily. But FP and I had this very conversation. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, FP, I'm going to try and be better. And he goes, don't try and be better. Be better, damn be it. Better. Be, better. be better. Yeah. And I was no. like, well, I'm going to try. He's like, go try. I'm sick of you trying to try things. FP, like, there is, dude, he. There is no try. Thank you. He called me on the carpet. Do or do not. There is no try. That's it. FP got mad at me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, FP, I'm going to be better. He's like, that's better. Now, what's that one person's name who you said hi to in the hall? Hell, I don't know. I don't know. Susie? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Jen? <laughs> I usually go with Jen. I had a buddy who called every single male on the planet mac <laughs> and his hey, reasoning doing, no joke what's up mac and, and he, if you asked him he's like yeah dude i can't remember anybody's name right so i just call everybody mac it's funny because lo neal all mac my beloved lo neal everyone was coach how you doing coach <laughs> coach 
So that's why occasionally I'll call you coach or, hey, coach, how you doing? Coach. Well, if I ever call you Mac, it's because I officially have forgotten the word okay. Dibley. Or Dan. Yeah. Or yeah Dan. Just don't call I, me Dan. Dan makes that sound comfortable yeah, for everybody. Yeah, ramifications. Um, you know what those are. Yeah. It's a ramification sensation. Right. We're going to go to the back of the phones in a second. Loved Peter, him last night. He Peter, was great with Saint. <laughs> Peter King in 10 minutes. Check this out. Make anything of this? Nick Bosa. Hey, Nick. Have you seen anyone on the defense this year be selfish? Here's Nick's answer. No, not outwardly or anything like that. It's just the way you play the game. You have to play with the mindset that you're the only guy out there uh, at times. It's it's something you have to rep. You, you don't just turn it on and off when you're a backside player and the play's 40 yards away from you. It's just human nature to slow down or maybe comes out of your vision for a second so you don't see it. You think three guys are over there. It's a mindset of just going and going and going and going and going and, um, <clears throat> and that's what we need to do. Okay, uh, my two cents. He talking Chase Young. He's talking to his buddy Chase Young because I don't know how many of you have watched a lot of the highlights, specifically the uh, Jameer Gibbs touchdown, the one that made it twenty-one to seven after the interception. Uh, go watch Chase Young on that play. That man lolly gagged badly, badly. Just jogging around, kind of looking at flowers as Gibbs goes running right by him. And so um, I'm sure Nick is not calling out one play or maybe even one player. But that's an interesting answer to me that uh, it's not about, I'm not going to use the word selfish, but he's talking about effort. And there have been a few 49ers who've been caught on film in these playoffs not giving max effort. And then go watch Chase Young in the second half. And I don't know if Nick went up to him at halftime or somebody did, but Chase Young was much better in the second half. They all were. And I think if you look at the first touchdown on the reverse, you saw about four different Niners lollygagging and not chasing down the play. And Nick Bosa was one who... He got beat at the point of attack and, you know, it was the old pin and pull and he got trapped at the line of scrimmage and he pursued the whole thing all the way to the end zone. But half the team, including Mooney Ward, they were in jog mode. Um, Grandy says maybe Cheryl Bosa gave us a clue yesterday, too, on this. You tell me. Take a listen to this. Is Cheryl taking a shot at the defense? Obviously, he had a game the other night. You know, he he played really good in the first half, too. He was one of the few people that really went out and kind of went crazy. Um, And then everybody came back and went crazy, obviously. Um, What I will say about that is... You you and I, you guys know football well enough to know that the stats aren't always what the real pitcher is. So what Nick has been doing this year is at the same caliber as it was last year. It's just maybe he doesn't have as many sacks. So I'm very very proud of my son. Well, I'm gonna give Mama a pass on this one when she says, "Yeah, he's the only one playing in the first half." That's Mama. Yeah, she's not even watching anybody else. She's just watching Nick. I'm going to give Mom a pass on that You one. give her a pass, but if you watch the entirety of the defense, and I'm watching the Gibbs play right now, and you see 90, 92, and 99 all in some level of pursuit, mm-hmm. and it looks like me at mile 16 in the marathon. 
Um, Where's the water station? Kyle Shanahan talked about effort plays, uh, some looking bad against the Lions. Here's his response. I just understand how social media works, and I understand when a clip looks bad and it goes around, that's everything. But um, that was a few bad clips in the game, which I bet you I can go find those in a lot of games. But I don't question at all our, our lack of effort and how hard we work and how hard we go and run to the ball always. Um, were we 100%? No. Um, especially on a couple big runs that really looked really bad. But that's on a few plays, which aren't acceptable, but I'm not sitting here acting like that was the whole reason. That's why they got a few extra yards on those two plays, but that game was more about how we played run defense, just not guys, um, not all 11 guys running on every single play. Kyle specifically got into the play we're talking about also, the Jameer Gibbs 15-yard touchdown run. Here's Kyle. You know, and I know it looked bad on the clip that you guys have and stuff, but it's, um, yeah, we no, it's not our culture. We don't want to have one play like that. I think we had about two to three in that game, which um, is too much for us. We don't want to ever have one, but it wasn't just the D-line. Uh, there was a few backside people who weren't going, and they're expecting someone else to make the tackle, and whenever you're expecting someone else to make the tackle, bad things happen. Look, um, we can explain this away all, all you want. There is another side to this. Can I react to this for a second? What? We're talking about effort? In the NFC Championship game? Right. When you're already down 14-7 to and you just threw a pick? And we're having a conversation at this level about effort? I mean, I'm glad Kyle said this is not acceptable. But my God. What? What game are you waiting for to put out max effort, if not these games? Like that boy. That. It's trouble. That is a concern. And I'm watching the clip right now, and it's Givens, and it's Young, and Kinlaw at least gets over there at the 12 yard line and makes a half hearted effort. But uh, Chase Young is jogging upright, and. When Gibbs cuts back in front of him, he puts out his left arm. Waves at him. He kind of gives him the left yeah. arm like, uh, you know, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Give me five on your way to the end zone. And it's it's disturbing. But the good news is the second half they came out and played with that effort. But it does make you think, I mean, what what are you waiting for? Dude. Guys, this is the NFC Championship game. Yeah, that, that that's that's wild. And I I get where Kyle's coming from. I get where Nick is coming from, where he's like, sometimes you get caught looking like you're jogging because you give up on a play because you think it's on the other side or you think there's three or four other people there. I get it. I get it. I'm not going to sit here and be like, no, motor turned all the way up 100% of the time. Right. Yeah, you got to survive out there. I get it. But 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 by the same token, what? Of all the things that I would have thought would be discussion points as we get ready for the Super Bowl, I did not think effort would be one of them. Well, it shouldn't be in a week from Sunday. And you know that they've gone through the film and they're getting back to practice today and they're they're hunkering down and figuring out exactly what they need to fix in terms of what went wrong on Sunday. But that's one where you look at it on tape, and if you're Chase Young, and if you are Kinlaw or Givens and you see that play, you'll be embarrassed. And you realize that you got 60 minutes now. No matter what happens after next Sunday, you're off. Either you win, you get a parade, and you chill for six months, or you lose and you grind and you're off for six months. This is it. Mm. You got one game left, kids. Uh, this is also it because 
It's Peter King time. Uh, let's get into it, and then we'll get back to your calls at 888-957-9570. Peter King joins us next on Willard and Dibs. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Are you kidding me? Now. Back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Well, Dibs and I are sitting here still working through all the things that came out of Jed York's media availability today. Uh, yes, he shared the story of Kyle Shanahan pulling him aside before training camp 2022 and saying, I think our third string quarterback is our best. He's also shared the story that Kyle Shanahan, when interviewing for the job, one of the reasons they gave him the job is because of the honesty he shared in that interview when he said to Jed, this is one of the worst rosters I've ever seen in my life. This is going to take us four years. They hired him. It only took three, and yeah. they were in the Super Bowl. That's hyperbole when you look at that roster. I mean, they were <laughs> replete really. with superstars. Mark, <laughs> you and I just did it during the break. And oh, it's, I dropped some, some names on names. you, and you were like, wait, who? Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to drop another name. How about Peter King? Let's Star. go out to the uh, Boxer and Gerson guest line. Odyssey NFL insider Peter King and insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice Men Have Skin too. Hello, Peter. How are you? Guys, how are you? I had a very enjoyable four days in California, was at the game, hung around, did a little bit of reporting afterwards. It'll show up in my column this coming Monday, and um, spent some time with Brock Purdy after the game. And, you know, I try to explain, because obviously 
by the time the game kicks off, America is going to say, you know, so many people are going to say, who the heck is this guy? Nobody, nobody really, really knows who this guy is. But one of the things I get such a kick out of with Brock Purdy is that, you know, he is what I would call extremely humbly confident. Hmm. And what I mean by that is that he's not going to say to anybody, hey, man, I'm really good. I can do this. I don't care what Ryan Clark says. I don't care what the ringer says. I don't care what all of these Cam Newton. I don't care what anybody says. I am self-assured and confident enough in my ability that none of their opinions matter. There's only one person's opinion who matters, and that's Kyle Shanahan. And he knows right now, after 26 starts in the National Football League, he knows that Kyle Shanahan uh, is extraordinarily confident in his ability to go out and play a good game against one of the best quarterbacks of all time Sunday in Las Vegas. Well, uh, Peter, what's interesting today, and I don't know if you've seen it or worked through it yet, but Jed York spoke to the media, and, and he's sharing these stories about this confidence in Purdy that you're talking about right now that maybe it's been around a lot longer than we realize. Jed shared the story that Kyle came to him before last year's season and said, hey, Jed, we got to talk. I think our third-string quarterback is our best quarterback. Peter, when did you start hearing whispers? When when was this becoming a thing? I didn't hear anything about it until the game against Miami 14 months ago. I, you know, I'm not, I don't cover the 49ers granularly. I'm not Matt Barrows, Matt Mayoko, Mike Silver, Branch, any of these guys. I mean, I totally, totally respect all of them a lot. Okay. But I'm not there. I'm not them. And quite honestly, I think there's a lot of people who love their third string quarterback for various reasons. However, I will tell you this. One of the things you're going to read in my column on Monday is going to be about what happened on the third day of the draft in 2022. Now, you guys both probably understand that they this draft choice, the 262nd pick in the draft, uh, they, you know, when you have the last pick in the draft, as a head coach, as a coaching staff, as a general manager, Kyle Shanahan, this, these coaches, John Lynch, they knew, you know why that pick is really important? Because you can sit around in the draft room at that moment and you can hear everybody's best argument for the guy they do not want to let go and risk losing because some other team in, in, un, in undrafted free agency after the draft is going to offer the guy $5,000 more than you do, and he's going to take that money, and he's going to go somewhere else. And I'm telling you this, Kyle Shanahan, in that period of time, 20, 25, 30 minutes when they were trying to decide what they were going to do, he said in that room, I love this quarterback. This is the guy I want to take. And so all of a sudden, a chorus of other coaches – 
come up and say, oh, man, we we need this linebacker. We need this receiver. We need This guy is going to help us. We got two quarterbacks already. You just traded three ones last year to pick Trey Lance. Who cares about a quarterback and if we lose him? It doesn't matter. But Kyle Shanahan, you know, and – and and the management of this team made a decision that I'm telling you ticked off some people in that room when they took Brock Purdy because nobody who 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 has any idea about a quarterback from Iowa State. <laughs> However, Kyle Shanahan knew one thing, and it was the most important thing, and it was the reason why he ended up taking. Brock Purdy with the 262nd and final pick in the draft. And he knew that Brock Purdy was not going to sign with the 49ers in free agency. He knew it. So he said, if we want this guy, if I love him so much, uh, we got to pick him. So they picked him. And obviously they lost out on a couple of guys who might have made their team because every year there's one or two or three guys who – is an undrafted rookie who comes in on all teams in the NFL and makes the team. But I think probably uh, the coaches who are arguing against that are pretty happy this evening <laughs> that, uh, that, that Kyle Shanahan got his back up and said, hey, we're taking Brock Purdy. Does this now change the way teams look at not only the top of the draft, but the bottom? Because I'm looking at that very draft, and I see Kansas City 11 picks earlier taking a running back out of Rutgers, Isaiah Pacheco, in the seventh round. Do teams now start to look at the draft almost in an inverted fashion where the late picks are almost more valuable than the top-end picks? One of the reasons why the late picks have become so valuable is that you're able to manage your cap for three or four years with an absolutely low salary guy. And if you have confidence that he's going to make your team and look, if Brock Purdy just turned out to be the 51st guy on the roster for the last two years with very little prospect to be any more than that next year, that's okay. Because at that, if you budget, let's just say, 800,000 a year, 900,000 a year for your number three quarterback, but you have confidence in him and you really like him. That is a great investment because look, last year, let's just say that Jimmy Garoppolo is Brock Purdy and goes to Philadelphia and gets hurt. And let's just say that Josh Johnson is number two and he gets hurt. How confident do you think Kyle Shanahan would have been in putting Brock Purdy an absolute nobody in that game. I can tell you, you've been a lot more confident than what he had to do in that game at Philadelphia last year. And and if I could just say one more thing, I don't want, I don't mean to be, uh, you know, dominating this conversation. I know I don't really don't mean to hijack it. No, but, go for it, Peter. No, I I really think what has happened uh, with this draft choice and with. And look, two years ago, I was in the Baltimore Ravens. You know, a lot of times in my career, I have tried to go to a team and be in their draft room in the first round just to see what happens. 
I saw Jerry Jones get extraordinarily pissed off at not being able to trade up to get Paxton Lynch in 2016. <laughs> wow. And I bet he's pretty happy now, even though Dak Prescott, you, you, you might just say, well, he's never going to win a Super Bowl. Well, geez, Dak Prescott is working at a 7-Eleven in Greeley, Colorado or something. And I'm exaggerating. I have no idea what he's doing. But 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 anyway, uh, it, you know. So so I think you really end up trying to do something on draft day that's going to be meaningful. So uh, in April of 2022, I convinced the Ravens to let me in for the fourth round of the draft. Geez, you ask, why would I want to go in in the fourth round of the draft? I wanted to go in in the fourth round of the draft because the Baltimore Ravens had six fourth-round draft choices, and their entire roster is made up of guys who are mid- and low-round picks, a lot of them, who you just say, "Ah, who's that? Who cares? And I will never forget in that year when they picked a guy named Isaiah Likely from Coastal Carolina at pick number 139. And the only reason they picked Isaiah Likely is because the Pittsburgh Steelers, the arch-rival Steelers, took a receiver from Memphis named Calvin Austin on the pick before, and the Ravens were dying to get Calvin Austin. And they settled for Isaiah Likely. So what does Isaiah Likely do? Over like the last nine weeks of this season, he catches seven touchdown passes when Mark Andrews gets hurt. So my point is, every draft pick matters everyone so that's the story love it peter king with us here on willard and dibs insider calls are brought to you by old spice gentlemen's blend body wash providing exfoliation plus 24 7 moisturization because men have skin too peter you called brock and i want to make sure that i have the recall correctly on this you, you like humbly confident was it was, was that the phrase you used yes. All right, yes. all right. Yeah. How how does that stack up to I go to the Super Bowl every year, which is what the other quarterback is going to be uh, able to say in this one? They're the same people, only very, very different in terms of, you know, I asked Brock Purdy, do you guys remember we talked about this after Brock Purdy's first extended action? Plays Miami comes in for Garoppolo, woe are the 49ers, and he comes in and he kicks rear end in that game. And after the game, I say to him, hey, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but your reward for this is your first start in the NFL (laughs) next week is against Tom Brady. And his expression didn't change. He just said, oh, that's cool. He's been playing football longer than I've been alive. (laughs) <laughs> and and so I can tell you that when I said to him Sunday night, hey, this is cool, you're going to play Mahomes in the Super Bowl, and he goes, you know, he said, I love that guy. I watched him all throughout, uh, you know, high, late high school and college. I think he's fantastic, and he's got nothing but praise, and how could you have anything but praise for, for Patrick Mahomes? But – the only reason I say that is that, you know, he had the almost the exact same reaction to playing Mahomes in the Super Bowl as he did in Brady 
playing Brady in his first start. And I think what that means, and I think what people need to understand about this guy, is that, you know, it's like, remember that video four, five, six years ago, Honey Badger Don't Care? Yeah. And I think there were some stronger words in there than Honey Badger Don't Care. And, and, and you know, everybody watched that. It got 80 jillion page views. But Brock Purdy is exactly like that. He doesn't care if he's playing Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Montana, Otto Graham. He doesn't care. That has nothing to do with what he has to do in this game. And he understands that. A lot of guys get caught up and get caught up by doing whatever people do on social media these days and listening to to people say, oh, my God, this guy doesn't belong on the same field as Mahomes. But the only thing that matters, the only thing that matters is there's going to be a play that's called into Brock Purdy's helmet 65 times a week from Sunday. And Brock Purdy's going to go to the line of scrimmage or he's going to line up in shotgun and he is going to take the snap and he's going to execute the play. And he's not going to be concerned with the fact that there's 116 million people watching that there will be people in 217 countries watching this game, that, uh, that uh, half the people in the country will be watching this because they want their 43 seconds of Taylor Swift. He doesn't care. Doesn't care. Exclamation point. Underline it. All he cares about is playing the game. And is he able to do just that in large part because of what you detailed in your column, Peter, about what happened at halftime with just the calmness, the refueling, yeah. the rehydrating, and just the sense that everything was going to be okay? Does Brock Purdy kind of feed off the fact that he's surrounded by veterans? Well, he's, he feeds off the fact that he knows he's got a genius coach. He knows that he has the best Look, I think in terms of depth, I think the Detroit Lions have the best skilled players in football. However, in terms of the top four or five, like the Lions might have eight, but the best four or five, without any question, is the 49ers. And they will enter the Super Bowl healthy. So he understands when he comes into halftime, man, this sucks. We're down 17. But he in no way was that concerned. And I, you, you read that in my column this week in Football Morning America. I asked him, what, what was it like at halftime? And I'm telling you, if, if you could sit there and see it, you would say, my God, I love having this guy for our quarterback because he just doesn't care. He shrugged his shoulders slightly and said, in essence, you know, nothing really different. You know, uh, Fred Warner said something, Kyle said something, but basically <clears throat> Kyle just told us, here are the plays we're going to run coming out of halftime. We refueled, we had a little bit to eat, and we went out there, but nobody was thinking, you know, oh, my God, we're, we're in trouble. And the reason is because he knows, look, if you're Brock Purdy, okay, and I think what I'm saying is correct, you know that you're going to get the ball five times in the second half. And look, if your defense stinks, that doesn't matter. Nothing you can do. 
you're going to lose 48 to 32 or whatever, you know. But if your defense does its job, Brock Purdy is absolutely, totally confident that he's going to get three touchdowns and a field goal or two, and they're going to win the game. And that's how he feels. Peter, you mentioned that uh, Brock can sit there and know that he's got a genius at head coach. Um, I would imagine, to a degree, you, you feel that way about both sides. If if you could pick one of these coaches to coach this game, oh. who are you picking? Well, can I tell you a story about Andy Reid? Of course. Okay, so I've covered Kansas City twice in the last two and a half months, let's say. Okay, I covered him against the Patriots, and I covered him in Buffalo against the uh, Bills in the playoffs. In both of those games, Andy Reid pulled an absolutely ridiculous rabbit out of his hat. Against the Patriots, their offense stunk, was playing awful. And Matt Nagy, the offensive coordinator, who is an absolute football nerd, pulled a play out of an old Ivy League football game, literally from the 40s, between Columbia and Penn. And he showed Andy Reid the formation. He showed Andy Reid the play. And Andy Reid said, oh, my God, that will work for us. And it was just a weird-looking play in which Patrick Mahomes lined up so low to the ground, he looked like he was four feet three inches tall. And it was just an odd play. The whole play from the start looked odd. However, it was a walk-in touchdown because the Patriots at the snap of the ball are looking around, having no idea what's going to happen. Similarly, against Buffalo, they had not run this play, the second touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey kind of a little flat uh, screen pass to the left. They had not run this play in seven years. The last time they ran it, Alex Smith threw a touchdown pass to uh, Travis Kelsey. And you know why it reappeared in this game? Because Andy Reid said there's no coach in all of football who knows me better than Sean McDermott. He has studied everything that we do because he was on my staff. I know him. He's indefatigable. He, he, he works forever. So we need to come up with some stuff in this game plan. And he knew that Sean McDermott was not going to go back to 2016 to look at Kansas City film with... Uh, with Alex Smith playing football and throwing a little screen pass. He knows that they have never seen the formation that he threw at them and that uh, they threw a touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey on. And that is why at the end of that game, I'm sitting with Andy Reid in his office and Matt Nagy walks in and he hugs Andy Reid so hard around the neck, I thought he was going to snap his vertebrae. <laughs> you could just tell these guys, man 
We saw this. We practiced it. We executed it. Kelsey begged us to use it. We used it. It worked. Hallelujah. We won a gigantic game because of that play. So, look, I know that Kyle's going to come up with one or two things in this game where you say, man, where'd that come from? But the guy on the other sideline is going to do exactly the same thing. We always say the game's going to be one in the 40s. We never knew it would be the 1940s, Peter. <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. So, 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 Peter, you're picking Andy. Is, 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 that, is that what we got to there? <laughs> no, not necessarily. I think both of these guys are absolutely, totally on top of their game. Yep. It's just that I absolutely trust Shanahan. Totally, totally. But I can't sit here and say that I think he's going to out-coach Andy Reid. Nor can I say that I think Andy Reid's going to out-coach him. I- I'll tell you the one little X factor in my mind in this game. Okay, so the 49ers cannot play defense the way they play defense in the first half. Sure. You know, if they do, they're not going to win the game. I'm just telling you, it's not going to happen. They got to play better for four quarters on defense. And I'm sure Steve Wilkes knows. I'm sure Kyle knows. Because I'm just telling you, you are not getting away with anything against Mahomes. So I think that, and look, on the other side, oh, my gosh. How about this Steve Spagnolo? He's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. Yep. Now, it's been, it's been uh, 17 years, believe it or not. No, wait a minute. Seven. Yeah, 17 years since he orchestrated a game plan to beat the 18-0 Patriots. And he coached great for the New York Giants that day. And I'll tell you what, he has not lost his fastball. Mm, uh, it's a high-level matchup. Uh, kind of like these conversations. Peter, we can't wait to do it again next week and dive even further into the matchup. Thank you so much. All the best, guys. Thank you. There it is. That was Odyssey NFL insider Peter King. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. We're presented by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. We react to that and get back to your calls in a moment on Willard and Dips. The Road to Vegas is brought to you by Zenny, the official eyewear of the San Francisco 49ers. Shop from over 3,000 styles at 80% off retail prices exclusively at zenny.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. That's great. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. I don't really have the full tally, but I feel like our show is leading at least the Bay Area in terms of the cackle board. Yeah. I, we've gotten the best cackles out of our guests so far this year. <laughs> That's great. That's, a ca- <laughs> That's actually a cackle-cough combo right there. That's, <laughs> That's great. I mean... You know, he, he was cackling, and he cackled so hard it turned into a cough. That's a cackle-cough combo right there, Mark. <laughs> That's great. CCC, cackle-cough combo. Oh Are you my, kidding me? Oh, my yeah. gosh. That makes me laugh. <laughs> 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 That's great. Yeah. And it's what's oh. funny is I was sitting I was told you during the break. I was sitting on that one liner for about three minutes. Oh god. Just trying to squeeze that in there. Oh. As our producer Lucas is like, make sure he answers the question. I got a question first, Lucas. I got a one liner we gotta oh get to first. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> That's great. Particularly I as mean, someone who just got over the flu, where every time I've laughed the last two weeks, that's happened. That's incredible. Oh, Peter. Ooh, that's you start so to funny. laugh. And you laugh so hard that you start coughing. <laughs> <laughs> We've had Peter going a bunch this year. Wow. Yeah. I like people who like to laugh. And I enjoy so Peter. I like- <laughs> Peter's got great historical perspective, good insight, and oh, he's also He's fantastic. He's also down to down to laugh. Willard and Gibbs, it's the most wonderful time of the week because I'm on the phone with you guys. Yeah, Grandy, you're just definitely lifting spirits in here. Oh one more Peter King, and then I think we get one more post-Super Bowl pre- Peter King as well. Is that it? I, I think so. I want to talk to Peter year-round. Put in my request for the whole year. Uh, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Grandy's in his bag right that now. that is so much bunk. I mean, when, is, when, does, when does football not matter? Go ahead. Tell me the month where you're like, nah, I don't want NFL right now. March... Eh, the draft is right around the corner. Isn't it April? Yeah, I mean, yeah. but I mean, it's yeah. coming up. Like, isn't there like... You could break it, down who Mr. Irrelevant's going to be this totally. year. Totally. Is it June? There might be a month in no. there where they where they take it off or... No. Isn't that, uh, when's free agency? Free agency's right after that. You're right. Football is year-round. I mean, not it's not in June. It's right before that. You're still breaking that down. By the end of July, the camp is open. Right. A little bit of that summertime flow, but to your point... It's always relevant, and 
Interesting what he had to say about the draft in terms of, you know, not only Baltimore with the six fourth round picks and then the Niners sitting there at the Mr. Irrelevant spot and Kyle Shanahan having to exert his will to take a quarterback. And even though people in the room are like, dude, we already have a handful of quarterbacks and you just traded up to take a quarterback and you want to take a quarterback? And Kyle said, I want to take a quarterback yeah, and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. Totally. And Kyle wins. It's great. And now it's you great. never question him well, again. This is why Peter King is Peter King, by the way. For for anybody who's yeah. like looking at this, going like, okay, you know, how does somebody uh, become whatever they, they they become in 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 a given industry? Um, the word is storyteller. And so it, it's sort of coincidental that he just asked us, I think for the second or third week in a row, hey, do you mind if I tell you a story? My answer is going to be yes every time. Totally. Actually, that no. really is an incredible story. Yeah. So, I mean, he gave us, I think, fart juice a few weeks ago. Yep. And uh, I will never, ever, ever say no to a Peter King story because that's what he does. And that's what I think today is all about. He's sitting here getting ready to write about what led the 49ers to Brock Purdy. We're getting words from Jed York where we're learning that before the season last year, the 49ers had assessed that Brock Purdy was their best quarterback and that Kyle Shanahan pulled him aside to talk about it in what was, I'm sure, and at times uncomfortable conversation. If you haven't heard that, here it is. Jed York today. You know, I mean, we haven't really talked much about Brock, but that's a good example of Kyle's directness. You know, last year in preseason, I think week one of training camp, which... You have a, a quarterback that we're paying, I think, $20 million to. You have a guy that you drafted with investing three first-round picks into, and he grabs me after practice. He's like, hey, hey man, we, we, we got to talk. And that's generally not a good thing when your coach tells you <laughs> you got to talk. Like, all right, what's up? And he's like, ah, I think our third-string quarterback's our best quarterback. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, oh, he's like, obviously, like, we've invested in Trey. Like, Trey's doing a good job. Like, we're going to do everything that we can. We're not going to change that. And we're not going to change the depth chart. But, like, I think Brock will end up being our quarterback at some point. And, like, he didn't force it. Right? You had two injuries, and that's how Brock ended up playing. But he's he's always honest, even if it's not, like, one thing that owners don't love to hear when they've invested money and or draft picks or both into people that the last pick in the draft is the guy that we think is the best. That's, that's that's generally not great news, but he's honest, and he let it play out the right way. That's why today's Jed York press conference was so great. It was just stories. It was stories, and this is an incredible series of stories. That's the beauty of the two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. If you can get people like Peter King to share the stories of how this all came together, that's the, that's the stuff, man. Yeah, Cheryl Bosa, too, sharing exactly. the story about what Nick told her and what Nick was feeling and what Nick thinks in terms of not only who he wants to face, but how this is going to go and his level of confidence. And Peter King tells a story about the Ravens sitting there on pick 138, and at 137, the... The Steelers take Calvin Austin, and they're furious, and they go, well, all right, we're going to take Isaiah Likely, even though we already have a pretty darn good tight end. He's an all-pro. You take Isaiah Likely, and then you skip ahead to this year, and he turns into a great player yep. because your tight end got hurt. So all those little stories from Peter King are incredible. Want another story from Jed York? Yeah. Do you like to play poker? I do. Okay. 
apparently that's very relevant in terms of the acquisition of Christian McCaffrey. You thought it was a lot to give up for a running back, and I, I think John and I thought it was just the right amount to give up for Christian. And you know, I, I remember that very vividly, where it's like, look, it's not a pass rusher, it's not a quarterback, but it's a good player, but like, do we want to give up that much? And like collectively, it was, do you want him to go to LA? Like, do, do you want, like, this is where we are, right? And, and I mean, somebody that plays poker a little bit, like, you don't go all in on like, you know, six jack offsuit, right? When you have pair of jacks or ace king, like you might not win the hand, but like that's the time that you want to push your chips into the middle. And I feel like that's where we were with Christian and we did give up a lot, but I think we have one of the best, if not the best player in the National Football League on our team. And, you know, for Kyle, because he cares so much about the overall organization and you you look at us when we draft when we do things in free agency it's generally on the defensive side of the ball like we we generally do not draft offensive players super high we're not doing a ton of stuff in free agency for offensive players it it is more that he's focused on the defense because he knows he's going to spend more time on the offense and i think it was just making sure that he felt comfortable knowing that it might not work but it's it's a bet that we're all willing to make do you know how i know that the 49ers uh won the Christian McCaffrey trade in terms of what they gave up beyond the obvious. We all know McCaffrey's been fantastic. Uh, You don't need me to tell you that. But do you know how you really, really, really know that the 49ers won the trade? Go ahead. What'd they give up? Oh, I know the picks. Second, third, fourth, and fifth. Most people have no idea. Well, it's funny because as you said that, I was just looking at the draft because they gave up a second, third, and fourth in last year's draft and a fifth in the upcoming draft. So the second they gave up turned into Brenton Strange, a tight end who was drafted by Jacksonville, second-round tight end for Jacksonville. Uh, They also traded the 93rd pick in the draft, which turned into Darnell Washington, a tight end that Pittsburgh took. Uh, in this last draft, and they also gave up the 123rd pick. Okay, and uh, actually 132. Nick Herbig, outside oh. linebacker out of Wisconsin. So those three players, who I couldn't tell you how any of those three <laughs> played. I know that none of those three is Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, and I know that Christian McCaffrey is top five MVP. And top three MVP candidate in a little game called the Super Bowl, which is coming up here in 10 days. So whatever the fifth in this upcoming draft turns into, you're talking about two tight ends and a linebacker and a fifth in this year's draft for Christian McCaffrey. You could have given up two seconds, two thirds, two fourths, and two fifths, and it still would have been a steal. Oh, completely. Absolute, absolute steal. Listen, no disrespect to Nick um, Herbig, who may end up being great. The great Nick Herbig. But uh, listen, are are, are we biased? Are we here in the Bay? These are all things true. But uh, let's be honest. No, if you want to talk about storytelling for a second, no question. Which team winning would be the better story? There's no question. The Chiefs winning their third. Okay. I already knew Patrick was good. Travis and Taylor can walk off into the sunset, get engaged maybe down on the field. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, fine. There's no question what would be the better story as far as winning the Super Bowl. And it's everything that surrounds Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan, Christian McCaffrey, and so many of these individuals. 
You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1, San Francisco. Always live on the free Odyssey app, Twitch and YouTube, powered by First NorCal Credit Union, the smart choice for low auto loan rates and super simple online application process. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 